Hey there, and welcome to Taking Back Our Brain with Love. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about taking back our brain from our own expectations. If you are anything like me, then you are the queen of high expectations for yourself. Not only high expectations, but unrealistic expectations. You know, the expectations that would only really work if we were a robot who lacked the range of human emotions and reactions. Do you feel like you have to be perfect in everything that you do? Your expectations for yourself is perfection. Perfect at your job, at being a perfect mother, at being a perfect partner, wife, friend, daughter, aunt, sister, friend, and the list can go on. (coughs) I even said friend twice, so, you know, being that perfect friend for everyone. Growing up, I felt a strong responsibility to make other people happy, to hide my feelings, to make sure that other people were not hurt or offended if my feelings got hurt. I took on the duty to be a, quote, perfect student, you know, the honor roll, the A pluses, A pluses, straight A's, you know, or A's and B's, always trying to be exactly what the teacher wanted me to be. I worked really hard on being the, quote, perfect daughter, and I worked hard to earn my worth. I never wanted to stand out in school. I always wanted to fit in, yet I never felt included or a part of the groups at school. I wanted to be, I wanted to always like do the right thing. So I wasn't the cool kid or the popular kid. I was always too concerned about what other people would think about me to even just be. I wanted to make the right choices. I wanted to be perfect. I took on other people's feelings. If someone was hurt or upset or mad or they had a bad day, I took the responsibility to make them feel better. Even in my mid-twenties, I was so scared about what other people thought about me, what they would think about me if I got a divorce, if I dated while being a single mother, if I moved back home with my parents, if I dyed my hair the color that I wanted to dye it, some would call them outrageous colors, if I told anyone that I was attracted to women, or even if I wore certain clothes, I ruminated constantly on what other people would think of me. What my sisters would think about me. What my parents would think about me. Would my parents think I'm in a disappointment? Would they think I'm not a good role model to my younger sisters? Would my grandparents be ashamed of me? And would my uncle think I wasn't a good influence for his kids? The list goes on. I was constantly worried that I wasn't measuring up. It took up until my late 20s and through my mid-30s for me to start living my life for exactly me. For me to drop my need to be responsible for other people's feelings, the need to be, quote, a people pleaser and, quote, perfect, right? I learned how to be me. I still don't fit in, but I'm not trying to anymore. I don't have that pressure to fit in. I have a loving and open soul, and the right people are attracted to my energy, and I accept that and love it. I dye my hair in all of my favorite colors. I don't make it mean anything about me anymore. I used to make it mean that people wouldn't take me seriously or that people wouldn't um, think I'm a professional. Like the list goes on, right? Everything that I know my grandparents (laughs) or my parents would have thought if I did it younger, right? Um, In my late 20s, I came out as a lesbian and then bisexual. The need to be accepted led me to identifying first as a lesbian 
even growing up as a heterosexual woman, I still knew how bisexual women were not as accepted within the lesbian dating pool. And I may do an entire other podcast about this alone. But dropping the need for acceptance and approval from other people, I gave myself the space to be honest and label myself as a bisexual. And then I came out to my family and friends. So, in my head, a perfect person, perfect woman, you know, I was trying to live up to all those expectations of what I thought other people had for me. And so if other people had them for me, then I had to have them for myself. I had to look a certain way. I had to act a certain way. I had to quiet myself. I had to dim myself. I had to, you know, the list goes on. And I'm sure lots of things are coming into your head right now. But back to the main point of this podcast. (laughs) Do you find yourself working really hard on controlling other people's emotions? How they feel and how they feel about you? To you work that you work hard on controlling your reactions so that you can control other people's opinions of you by doing everything possible to be quote perfect do you have those unrealistic expectations of yourself if so this podcast is for you google defines perfect as something completely free from faults or defects as close to a condition as possible well How does that even sound human? (laughs) Completely free from faults? When we have the standard of perfect, there's no room for humanness, no room for error, no room for being who we are, or even becoming who we want to be. When we have a focus that is to be perfect, our focus is no longer growth. When our focus is being perfect, we now become a person who doesn't who does other things, not because they want to, but because they need to, to control other people's feelings and reactions. I have a hard time with the term people pleaser because we are not really trying to please people. We are trying to control their emotions so that we don't have to feel any uncomfortable emotions of them not being happy with the decisions we choose to do. But when our focus is being perfect, we no longer leave room for risks not even calculated risks, so we stop ourselves from reaching our potential. We may not even attempt to set goals. We may not even start goals. We may never even try to date. We may never even show people who we really are. And if we do start goals, we may not even see them through because they didn't go as planned, so then we just throw it in the trash, right? Not only does it hold us back from setting and reaching our goals, it also stops us from being able to have a genuine loving relationship with ourselves and others. When we don't allow ourselves to be human and we beat ourselves up for not being, quote, productive or for feeling unmotivated, for feeling lonely or weak, unhappy, depressed, anxious, because a perfect person never feels those things, right? So since we are human and when we feel those feelings, we beat ourselves up because a perfect person is always happy. They're always motivated. They're always strong. They don't have depression. They don't have anxiety. They are just amazing superhumans. So when we don't allow ourselves room to feel these true emotions, 
and we criticize ourselves, we start learning to resist our emotions. And when we start resisting our emotions, we begin the long cycle of buffering and numbing out of our feelings. And that may look differently for everyone. For some people, it's overeating. For some people, it's indulging in alcohol, in drugs. In some people, it's scrolling Netflix, scrolling Netflix, <laughs> scrolling reels on Instagram or IG or Instagram or TikTok or watching shows. And not that those things are bad, but if we're trying to get out of our feelings, those aren't the strategies that we should be engaging in because we need to learn to feel our feelings. Because when we don't feel our feelings, then we become so detached from our body that we are no longer able to connect with how we are actually feeling. And it's because we've spent so much time or so much part of our life not feeling, we've become detached. And the thing about feelings, though, is one way or another they demand to be felt, either in small increments as they arise or as a volcano of emotions after time of being suppressed. Not one is easier to feel than the other, let me tell you that. However, one is easier to manage. Why do we need to feel our feelings? If we spend so much time numbing the uncomfortable emotions, we don't realize it, but we slowly begin to make it harder to feel the good and exciting emotions as well. We end up actually dialing down all of our emotions because you can't numb just the bad or uncomfortable emotions. You end up teaching your body to detach. So what if we get to decide that we don't have to be perfect? What if we get to decide that we would rather live a life full of all emotions and we get to decide that we can go after our dreams and our goals what if we weren't scared of who we really were because who we really are is amazing and is worthy just as we are what would you try to do or goal would you try to attempt if you thought it might be possible and you didn't have to do it perfectly what relationship would you learn to say no to what friendship would you allow yourself to set boundaries? How would you show up for yourself and others if you didn't feel like you needed to control everyone's feelings? What pressure would be taken off your shoulders? Because remember, you do not control other people's thoughts and feelings. I know this is hard for perfectionists and quote people pleasers and myself. It's taken me a long time to really understand this concept and really own it. But you cannot control people's feelings, their thoughts, or their behaviors. What would you do differently if you allowed other people to be responsible for their own thoughts and feelings? And you allowed yourself to only be responsible for your thoughts and feelings? I know that if I never found thought work, if I never found coaching, my inner self would still be knocking to come out and I would still be doing everything to keep her quiet and in the closet. No pun intended. I know that I am worthy and who I am is beautiful and I have so much to offer this world that I wouldn't be able to give, give this world if I was who I thought everyone else wanted me to be. 
I would be a totally different person than I am. Because who I was back then was a person created from fear, self-criticism, and constant comparison. So I hope this podcast can help you to learn to love yourself exactly as you are and who you are meant to be. May you learn to observe your thoughts and your feelings and be in awareness of why you do what you do. And check your expectations. Why do you have those expectations for yourself? Are they serving you? Are they getting you to where you want to be in life? If they aren't, Reevaluate them. Set new expectations. This is your life and you only get one. If you want to dig deeper and learn how to do this work, this deep work of undoing the learning of being a perfectionist or a people pleaser, then my eight-week one-on-one coaching program is for you. I tailor the program to your needs so that you can get the results that you want. So go over to Instagram and add me, taking back her brain, and DM me your email address because you need to get on my email list. Or if you're really ready, go to the link in my Instagram bio and set up a consultation call. I can't wait to work with you and do this deep work in learning to love yourself and show the world exactly who you were meant to be. Go out there and be you there's a you-sized hole in this world that only you can feel. Have a great day, everyone.